Hey everyone, and welcome to Shy and Salty with your hosts, Nikki and Rhea, where we talk through our journeys of learning, unlearning, and relearning in order to help you through yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to another Shy and Salty episode. If you tuned into last week's episode, we just released our first Shy and Salty After Dark. So very interested to hear how that goes and see the responses on that and make sure that my parents did not listen to it. Um, it actually wasn't like that like spicy or anything. Like I feel like my parents could listen to it comfortably. Right? Yeah, but we do put a warning at the beginning. So if you're a coworker or a family member, just think twice. Yeah. It's like just a warning for you. And then yeah. whatever happens there is not our it's not our problem. <laughs> but yeah, definitely let us know what you think of it. It's a new segment. Love the cover art that Nick created. Special shout out tagged on Instagram. Yeah, Nick Lathia at House of Lathia, his like design agency is so talented. We've all been friends since our, probably our first year in college. So going on 10 years. I met him before I met you. <laughs> yeah. I think we might have both met him before we met each other. But yeah, good, great person. Good friend. Yes. But Nikki, I feel like we haven't done a sweet and salty in a while. How have you been? Yeah, I've been good. I actually just came back Earlier this week from New York, I went to Long Island for Father's Day and surprised my dad and my grandpa who flew up from Florida. And it was a very nice weekend. I guess that would be my suite. Yeah, seeing my family. How long were you there for again? Just the weekend? I was there Friday through Monday. So it was like a long Four days. You know, when you're at like a place, it's not even like your parents' home, but it's still like a family home. So you like don't really <laughs> have control over your schedule on the days or like yeah. freedom. But um, it's not as comfortable as your home where you can like cook your meat, you know. So it was fun. It was definitely like a lot of time. Um, but I'm happy that I got to spend so much time with my family because I feel like when I go back for like uh, or lo- even longer periods of time, I feel like I'm mostly like in the city or like with my friends. So I think that was good. And it was nice seeing like my cousin, um, all of my cousins I saw pretty much. And one of my cousins has a two and a half year old boy oh who God. I think we've already talked about on here, but just like watching him grow and seeing him every time is so fun. So very much enjoyed it. How are you? What is your suite? So my suite is I got a new mattress and it's oh been such good sleep. <laughs> what kind of and mattress? It's a Casper. Okay. But for background, I my previous mattress was one that I bought in 2017 and it's an Amazon mattress. 
Got it. So big <laughs> upgrade. Big upgrade. That's amazing. This is like yeah, your first like real adult, adult, yeah, mattress. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, ooh, it just feels so different. I have like silk uh, on it and just the bedrooms like coming together very nicely. That's so nice. It's so nice to like build up your home, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like every couple of months I like do something different. I just like add a little bit to it. I'm sure like when you come over, you'll see notice the differences. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I don't think I have a salty. I was just thinking about this. Um, I put two emojis for my sweet and salty and they were tennis racket and grandpa. Um, So I guess, okay, I'm going to do two sweets. Is that okay? Are we okay with that? That's fine. Okay. My second sweet is pickleball. I just started playing. I actually just got my rackets in today. And my sweet is I beat Jake three separate times with we were playing doubles. (laughs) So like my partners were usually carrying the team, but I beat him. It doesn't matter. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. And you know what? Like I was, I was talking to him about this too. Like if me and him were on the same team and I was like first learning something that he's already really good at. I would not be able to learn it because he is so competitive and gets super like, you know, like maybe not mean, but I've played like casual games before where he's like very frustrated with me for not being as good as he would like. So I thought it was a huge win and huge like slap in the face to him. Yeah. I beat him. (laughs) The friends that I was playing with, they were so patient like so nice, so like hyping me up. Like that's the way I want to learn something. Yeah. I think it's also just like doing something with your partner as your teammate. Yeah. Where it could get very – and especially if you're like very different like experience levels with that thing, I think it could get sometimes a little heated. What do you guys play that you're competitive in? No, I was like – that's what I was like trying to think of one. Like beer pong. Beer pong I'm competitive because – I, uh, I'm okay. I'm pretty okay at beer pong. Jake sometimes is the one bringing us down in beer pong. (laughs) That's one we can play together. (laughs) With Orange Theory, like at first, like I was a lot faster, not so much like stronger, but like just, I was like a lot faster than him and he like beat me and then some. Damn. I will say, and actually maybe this is my salty, Orange Theory I think is fun. Like the time I did it with you, the time I did it with Neha in Miami. I think it's fun. Definitely competitive there. Um, I just like they charged me because I left. And I think maybe I already said this on this podcast. I left with their little (laughs) heart monitor thing. They charged me like over a hundred bucks for it. Like I left it in the hotel. I don't know what happened, but like they should have stopped me. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new to this class. Like you're the one who's supposed to stop me and collect the things when you're asking me how the class was. So I think it was on them and then them charging me for it is ridiculous. Like you should just like brush that as like a missed cost. But now I have such a negative experience with you that I'm like never going to sign up again. I think they just made a really poor like employee or customer experience decision and 
they're not <laughs> they're not gonna get my money <laughs> yeah i mean i like bought two of those and i kept on losing and i just like never bought one again because it was like it's just too expensive um yeah it's like over a hundred ridiculous yeah, they the classes though um and i've been doing a lot of more of like lifting classes so watch out nikki i get to squat you even longer now <laughs> oh no well that's kind of related <laughs> to our topic today which we'll talk about after your sh- salty oh yes um so my salty so my emojis was a chair and a bed very fitting for each other <laughs> i was on a meeting and what i like to do is like crack my upper back by doing this oh I just, my like, god back a little bit and my whole back cracks it feels so nice so I was on the chair and I like went like that and <laughs> fell backwards on my back. I was like, I feel like I know where this so is going. Bad. Oh my God. Okay. I like just was so stunned and I was laying on the floor and I just like didn't move because it just like hit me in like two spaces that like hurt so bad. Um, and then like Nola, he's like in the corner of the room and his like tails up and he's like looking like walking slowly. <laughs> Like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I just need a minute. Is she dead? <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that's it was so a cute. loud sound. And it's like Aww. an IKEA computer chair. I think I need to upgrade that too. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the next upgrade. But oh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry that you felt. Were you on like like video on in a meeting? No, no. Damn, that would have been price. That would have been so amazing. I'm sorry. But like if I watched that happen, I would be crying. Well, I'm glad you're okay. It's also funny, like not funny, but like kind of funny. But like your last couple salties have been like falling in like different places. Oh. And I'm Are you old? Too. Yeah. Oh my God. Remember college when I would always forget my keys <laughs> to our house, to my Good car, time. to everything? Yeah, I had to have it attached to me or else yeah, it was not she going. Yeah, a hairband. It was so smart. So if you lose your keys all the time and let's say you're in college and you only need one key, the hairband is such a move. Yeah, maybe not an adult thing as much, but yeah, it helped back then. So going into our topic today, we wanted to talk about physical wellness. So as most of you know, I've because I've brought it up in like multiple videos or multiple episodes, um, I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those like no one asked what I'm saying. <laughs> so I have a boyfriend. Um, so I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> so I'm like so equipped to talk to you about this. No, but I feel like um, me and Rio were talking before about this, how like on Instagram sometimes, like especially like around like fitness Instagram, sometimes the content I find can be like not so relatable because it's almost like geared to athletes or geared to other coaches or geared to people who are like already in fitness. Um, So I feel like there's this demographic of like, the like corporate worker, the person who is working like even more than a nine to five, like the high achieving, like prestigious job type person who is like maybe not catered to as much and who like 
it totally makes sense. Like the you have so many calls during the day or you have so much work that it's like taking breaks to like go on walks or like go to like like create this whole elaborate like lunch or something. Like it's not possible for some of these people. And I totally get that. And so I think today what we wanted to talk about is physical wellness, especially for people in the workplace. And I also wanted to acknowledge that um, physical wellness is so intertwined with other types of wellness, like mental, emotional, spiritual community. Like it's all intertwined and you need to prioritize all of them in order to really like prioritize one of them. So I just wanted that to be said before we dive into um, specifically like the physical realm. That was such a great summary. I have like nothing to add. Was it? <laughs> it's like I'm just rambling right now. I feel like it's relevant because like with my job switch, it was it's like a different type of like schedule that's being put instead of like the nine to five. It's like maybe some weeks it's I'm like not doing any work and other weeks I'm working like 12 hour days. So it's also like just trying to find that balance and I like I'm looking forward to this conversation because it's like learning a lot about like how to make these like adjustments and how to like put yourself first when like times are changing, which is like so difficult. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure I have like some advice, but like that kind of schedule would freak me out. Like I feel like I'm so (laughs) routine based and which is why I like did not thrive in like traveling consulting. Um, I feel like I tried to make the best of it, but I didn't love it. But similarly, it's like, okay, some of these weeks, like you have so much free time or you're so like regimented. And then some of these other weeks, it's so like off your schedule. You're not even like in the same like place that you are normally in. Like you're like experiencing so many, so much different like hours. Like that can be very like stressful to the mind and body. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, how do I fit my life around this? Because it just takes away so many like opportunities. So I'm excited for us to talk about too, like your experiences, especially like getting into like fitness and making fitness like work into your schedule too, because you're also very like active and someone who works a lot of hours. So I think your insight here will be really important. Yeah. So I think we could get started with just like what are the benefits of physical health and like why even um, prioritize it I think it goes a lot farther than aesthetics which is also like I don't want to demonize people working out or like going into fitness because they want to change their bodies like I think that's a totally like normal way of like getting into it. I think that's how I got into it. I think that's how like most trainers have gotten into it. I think at first it can definitely be very much like a physical thing, whether it's like, okay, like I want to lose like 10 pounds or I want to like get like toned arms or something. Um, And I think as you get more and more into it and as maybe like you get older and you start like maybe questioning some of these like societal norms around like 
diet culture and bodies and foods and all of these things, I think we start to realize like there's so many other benefits to exercise and to like nutrition and sleep than just like the physical like looks part of it. Yeah. And I feel like at first for me, yeah, it was like an aesthetics thing. Like I want to look nice, but I think the for long term and especially like coming from like a sports like background it's like challenging yourself and seeing like how far you can push your body and like just competing with yourself like I know with Orange Theory it's I secretly am competing with everyone in the room but mostly I'm competing with myself <laughs> when it comes to like weights and I'm like okay maybe let me just like put like five more pounds on this like let's see what I can do yeah I totally agree and I think group fitness especially and even like Strava or like Peloton at home like mm-hmm. all of these things do such a good job of like gamifying fitness in a way where it's like okay like if we treat it like a competition like you're inherently like more oh, motivated so <laughs> to yeah to compete with other people to like push yourself like it becomes this like game which is so like fun and like a good way of getting people into it and I know people are motivated by different things. Like there definitely are people who are less competitive and maybe are like, okay, like I don't need to be first in this class or like I'm embarrassed to like work out with other people like watching me in like a group fitness class. I think one of the funnest parts is like finding what works for you and the things Mm -hmm. that like you enjoy, like whether it's like Indian dance or um, like going to the gym or like even just like walking a lot (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you don't need it necessarily to like do formal like exercise or formal like workouts in order to be like physically fit so I think that's important to talk about too yeah anyway so benefits to working out or eating well or prioritizing sleep and stress one endorphins you get like how do you feel after you work out Oh, so good. Yeah. It's like, feel like completely, yeah. It's like lighter. Like, like, something. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And exactly like what you were talking before, like with like the challenging yourself part of it. I feel like that's like a really great like practice where, okay, I'm challenging myself in like this aspect. So like I can, I feel capable of like challenging myself in like other realms of life. But yeah, so mm-hmm. endorphins are such like a, feel good chemical dopamine like feeling how good you are or feeling how good you feel after a workout and i think like really like sitting in that is one of the best ways to like continue working out if you yes. really like remember that like ooh i want to <laughs> it's like a drug like i want that feeling again <laughs> you know i want to get that like post workout high it's like a good motivator to actually work out we should start recording ourselves afterwards, like talking to our future self, being like, come on, go to class. <laughs> you feel so good right now, bitch. <laughs> Another one is like the strength for everyday activities. So like carrying groceries, especially if you live in the city or Jersey City and you don't have a car. Oh, my God. The amount of farmer's carries you have to do to and from the grocery store. When you have like this strength, it's so it's easier to like incorporate to other activities. So even just like walking or biking, um, I like, like to just like randomly go on runs or like 
meet up with people. So I don't know. Helps. Yeah. It doesn't help Your with kid. walking up the stairs. It'll never. Wait, we've talked about this in an episode, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not that'll always be hard. You'll always be out of breath doing that. If that's your goal, sweetie, just <laughs> stop while you're ahead. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and strength training specifically, I think, is really great for activities like hiking or snowboarding or like the things that maybe you like actually want to do and have fun doing versus like just working out if that's like not your thing. Mm-hmm. Strength training and uh, working out does carry over to other activities. All right. So another benefit is the like mental piece. So the helping with like emotional regulation, helping with like clearer thinking and self-awareness and helping with self-confidence. All of these can be side effects of working out or prioritizing your body and physical health. Yeah. And I feel like when I have like good music and I'm like focus in, it's like my sometimes like my only time that I have to like myself and like just like be at peace and like focus really in the moment. So I love how it kind of like slows down time a little bit. Yeah. And just like over time, I feel like reaching a goal, especially like I'm – like smaller goals, like, okay, like I want to be able to like squat this amount of weight or something, or like, I want to go to the gym, like a couple days a week, like stuff like that. Like you making those goals for yourself and then like actually doing them and carrying through like that really helps with your self-confidence. Like that proves to yourself, like we're always looking for evidence. So that's like evidence to ourselves that like, oh, I can do the things that I like set my mind out to do. Mm -hmm. So it definitely helps with self-confidence. I know like for me personally, and I know we're, we're all on like different steps of this like journey, but I feel most confident in the gym, like than anywhere else. Like I think going to the gym and like being in that type of environment and trust me, like I know that this is not true for a lot of people um, and can be even like the limiting factor in, in going to the gym. But I find because of the amount of time that I've put in the gym because of like the amount of like love I have for like Mm -hmm. just working out, it just like really helps me have a place where I do feel really confident. And that's always like a good feeling in any type of passion. Yeah. And I feel like especially after leg day, ooh, I just feel so <laughs> strong when it's <laughs> yeah. When we have like lower body exercises because I'm putting up the weights. Then like later when I'm looking at myself, I was like, you go girl. Yeah. Oh this. my God. It is good. Like knowing that you did those things and then like maybe sometimes too like seeing those changes in your body and seeing that like muscle mass in your butt or your legs yeah arms wherever if i don't work out and i'm like seeing someone i feel less confident than if i like worked out and then saw someone even if it doesn't make like any of a difference physically what do you mean saw someone for Uh, the wedding next weekend Mm -hmm. like I'm working out leading up to it even if it doesn't change anything about my body like I feel Mm -hmm. so much more confident I'm like like I just I have like so much like more I guess because I put more time to myself but I just feel a lot more confident than if I didn't go to the gym and just went to the event which like either way is fine but I'm saying like for me I get like it's the confidence it's the endorphins and 
Yeah. yeah. Well better. Other benefits, even just like mentally. Yeah. I totally get mm-hmm. that. Other things, I mean, it helps with like longevity and just like living longer. If you have, it helps with like building muscle mass and lung capacity and having a stronger heart and also having a higher bone density, which is an issue with women, especially as you get older, as we go into like menopause and we are down-regulated in estrogen, we don't have, um, we tend to get like osteoporosis. We tend to have like lower bone density, uh, weaker bones, brittle bones, and we fall a lot more as we get older. (laughs) And with our brittle bones and falling, it's like actually like the leading cause of death, which is insane to me. I had no idea that falling was like such an issue. Nikki, Um, that's how I'm going to die. (laughs) <laughs> if, if I'm I mean, falling not, so much now wait until I'm true. brittle <laughs> I was gonna very true um but if you keep working out now then you'll build up strong enough bones and the muscle mass for like balance and coordination so we'll so see not milk that's giving me strong bones <laughs> I mean I guess it could also be milk the calcium and the vitamin d so w- with all of that oh uh, another thing it can also be a social outlet especially if you are someone who is maybe more like introverted and I don't know, like feels contact with people like through just like being around people without necessarily having to interact with people. The gym can sometimes be a good place for that. Also like workout classes. Like I, when I lived in the city and even now going to workout classes with friends is a great way to connect and just like a fun way to like both be active and like kind of like feel like productive um, while also like spending time with a friend. So, yeah. And I mean, like for workout classes, what I do, how I started like being more social is just coming in like, I'm just someone that says like, please and thank you. So like talking to the front desk and like when we're done, like thanking the coach and like telling everyone to have a good day. It's like once you like start doing that, like more people are going to start to notice you and like remember you. So it's just like a nice thing to do. And you get to like talk to people and have like a nice. Yeah. I've made some of my like closest friends, especially like moving to Denver, like via the gym. Mm -hmm. It can be like such a great place to like meet people. Yeah. And with that, we'll move on into tips for health in the workplace and just like adding more like fitness to your life. The first one is finding a routine that works with you. And I feel like everyone says this and it's like, okay, yeah, like I get it. But like, honestly, there's such a range when it comes to like the kind of routine and Nikki kind of touched upon it at the beginning. Like, yeah, you can find some time to work out. Preferably, I enjoy working out in the mornings than in the afternoon. One, like you wake up, you get it done. It's like something that you accomplished at the beginning of the day. But also two, because of like how my work is situated, I might have like some last minute meetings that show up later in the day, but I'm not going to, I'm going to have a less of a chance to have like a early morning meeting than if it was like in the late afternoon. So that's what works for me. It might not work for other people, but if you can't leave your home for any reason, you can always like do home workouts. Like I been taking up Pilates on YouTube and it's just 
like taking a couple minutes each day just to follow the videos and enjoy that time even though I'm not like stepping out outside I'm still challenging myself in a way yeah I totally agree I think consistency is more important than intensity so it's very easy to like make a goal for yourself and do it every day and go all out for like a week and then the next week feel like super drained, feel like you went too hard too fast and kind of just like never get back into it. So I think people maybe are scared of like starting small because they think it's like they can do like they can do so much more and they can take so much more and they like want to push themselves, which is like great ways of thinking, but at the same time I think you are like you burn out so much easier. So starting with something that you can actually realistically do consistently, if if it is working out in the morning like two or three times a week, like doing that for a month and just making it part of your routine and developing that routine because at first it's going to be like a lot of discipline to get you like actually going and to like get you like waking up earlier. But eventually like you're not going to have to rely on that discipline anymore. It's just going to be like developed in your routine. It's just going to be like done via habit. So I I totally agree with you that routine is such a huge part of making some of these changes and creating these habits are such a key to making lasting change for these, these new activities to happen automatically versus like having to constantly like build it, build it up every day. Actually, what I've been seeing on TikTok is that there are these girls that are buying treadmills that go under your desk so they're walking at their desk and doing like 8,000 steps a day so even if you can't find time multitask yeah because again like it doesn't have to be a formal workout it could be like short snacks during the day of like 10 minutes like a couple times a day where you're like do like stopping to do like some push-ups or some like at home like exercises or like it doesn't even have to be that like it could literally just be going for like a long walk or doing like a a Zumba dance or you know something like that where it's like easy and enjoyable and it's but you're just doing it every day or as as often as you can and speaking on that too like especially during work like I know it can be hard to like take a break and um, go for a walk midday But taking some of the calls like while walking or even like if you're meeting with someone in person and it's like a meeting where you don't really have to like be at your laptop and share your screens and do that kind of stuff. If it's just like a catch up, I think doing those like on walks can be like really fun and like good for both of you. Also like getting water during the day or coffee, especially if you're in the office, if you go to a different floor and take the the stairs, that's like a fun way to like break up your day a little bit and just like get some steps in. So there's a lot of options and I know it's like difficult to fit those options in or like consciously like think of them. Um, But having like accountability partners and like even just like creating the time in your schedule, like on your Google calendar, literally like blocking off 15 minutes at different parts of the day to go on like a short walk. Um, I think that can be very beneficial. Yeah. I mean, I block 
from 12 to 1 and put it as lunch break. And I got so embarrassed today because I was sharing my screen and it showed up as in 15 minutes. It's my lunch break. That's but not I even do that, that much. I know, but I, I do an hour. No, no, no. I know. But it's like I do. I hold that time slot. Of course, if there's a meeting, then yeah. But like it's like. I want that hour for myself and either I'm cooking a meal if I have the time or I do a workout or I go outside or I work on the house a little bit. So, yeah, I think breaks can make like not that it's about I mean, we do live in a capitalist world, but um, (laughs) (laughs) every time (laughs) you like prioritizing yourself during the day and like taking that time to like, okay, like I'm going to like block off this time in the morning to work out or block off this time midday to like actually eat lunch and like go for a short walk. Like that makes you a better employee most times because then you're like less distracted at different parts of the day or like resenting your work for like not letting you have more flexibility in your schedule. So I think there's definitely huge benefits to letting your employees and your direct reports have some more flexibility in their day. Yeah. I kind of wish it was like the college schedule where you just like had maybe not 24 hours, but that you like can be more like flexible with your time. If I wanted to work from like 8 to 12 and then take like a three hour break and then work from three to seven I don't know the timings um no actually that was good uh from three (laughs) to seven (laughs) and then like call it a night like I feel like I would be so much better if like it was more flexible like that but I just don't think mentally I've like been able to put myself in like that situation yeah it's funny because me and Jake talk about this all the time. He's an entrepreneur, so he doesn't like work on any schedule and then he a lot of times works like that where it's like, okay, he works for a couple hours in the morning and then he works for a couple hours like in the afternoon and evening, and he's able to like break up his work day into like multiple like times during the day and then get like his stuff done in between like working yeah. out or going on like a short like run or hike or something and I'm like so jealous but yeah um I think it kind of goes with like blocking out those calendars setting boundaries with your coworkers as well I mean I know personally like I set boundaries when it comes to like my like how much I share um but also like I just like let them know like with PTO I put it in and block it if I need to go somewhere like I block off that time but even just like the conversations that you have with your coworkers. yeah I also think like it, as managers with direct reports like sending a good example to them and not like slacking them late at night or early in the morning or like during times that they like have clearly blocked off like I think respecting their boundaries and Like also like not overworking, like logging off at five or logging off like whenever like the end of your workday is and like going to lunch and actually like taking a lunch. Like I think all of these things are important for managers to do to show like the culture at their on their team and at their company. Yeah. And if it was like 
you know, someone set a meeting up, like a 24-hour advance notice, I would be fine. Like, I'll adjust my schedule. But it's just yeah. more of, like, those last-minute things that I'm just like. Yeah. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah, so adding to that, um, I'm biased because I, like, love this modality of training. But incorporating strength training, I think, is one of, like, the best things you can do as a corporate employee because it's just so efficient. Like, at the end of the day, do whatever, like, interests you and whatever you enjoy doing. But if you are someone who, like, wants, like, results or, like, wants to, like, work out for, like, long-term health benefits, strength training is just, like, so efficient. You don't need that much time to like build muscle. So, and it like helps in so many other aspects of life. Um, so I definitely recommend it. And I definitely recommend starting it. This year was when they really introduced the lift classes. And when I started doing it like consistently, it would be about three times a week. But I saw like changes in my body a lot more quickly than like a lot of my history with like orange theory but like it was like building on again so I felt like so strong especially you know I feel like my butt's changed for the better but I'll have you decide next week <laughs> <laughs> I feel that talking more like about nutrition too uh, I think some of the easiest lifts we can do are establishing like regular and like easy meals. I think as we were talking about before about like routine and incorporating like fitness and walks into your routine, meals are pretty much related to that and that like once you establish a couple meals that like you know how to make or easy, you can incorporate them either for like a lunch or a breakfast or a dinner throughout the week, even if you know you're like low on time. I think that takes out a lot of like the thinking around like, okay, like what, what do we eat tonight? Like, what should I make for lunch? Like having a couple like options and like recipe ideas that you've already done or super easy, like that can help um, you from like actually getting that food in versus just like eating a bunch of snacks or like maybe getting takeout, which takeout is not bad, but I mean, it saves money to to cook at home usually. And like you know more about like what the foods that are really like going into your body. So I think yeah, that's like one of my favorite tips. I feel like it all starts with like your grocery list and kind of going from there. Because if you don't have like the right ingredients, like I just get so overwhelmed. And I've been like learning some tips on TikTok for like ADHD, which I have not been like clinically seen, but it's just like good tips in general. Like, yeah, I haven't been clinically diagnosed, but they're good tips in general. Like I'm someone that's like out of sight, out of mind a lot of times. So if I see my food, then I have like a better chance of using it because my problem is like buying too much food or too diff like so much variety but then like not having those meals down yeah. so I get overwhelmed and then I end up like being hangry and then just like ordering food so would definitely agree like having those like staple meals and just like knowing like maybe like three ingredients like a, a wrap or a salad or just like a cool way to make eggs or like what I'm doing right now yeah. And I like, I don't know if this is the opposite, 
but I'm someone who like can eat the same meals literally every day and like still like crave them every day, which maybe like isn't normal, but I don't know. I think having a couple and like maybe not like the exact same meal, but like pretty much similar like options where like in the morning Mm -hmm. I'll have like an egg and egg whites and like either like toast or a tortilla. I feel like most of like the and the dinners are usually like chicken thighs and either like some form of carb, whether it's like a baked potato or tater tots or like a pasta or a rice. Um, like most of my meals feel like very similar, but mm-hmm. I'm it's like so easy because my grocery list every week is like the same. Like I know what I'm going to get because I know what I'm going to eat most days of the week. Some weeks are special where it's like, okay, like maybe this one meal, like I saw this recipe for and I want to like try for like fun. But other than that, I feel like it's very like, okay, like if you find a routine that works for you, it's just so easy then like getting those, like going to the grocery store, like making those meals, like all of it becomes very like routine. It's like Steve Jobs with the, um, or Elizabeth Holmes with the uh, black turtleneck yeah it's efficient and it's like a lazy way to like be put together in a way because there's like and I don't mean lazy as like a bad term because what I'm trying to do is have like a staple or um a time capsule closet and I don't I see it as like efficient I'm like I can make so many like outfits out of this so it's like Spending Wait. that time up front so then you don't have to spend so much later. <laughs> That's literally what it is. My fridge is a time capsule fridge where it's like, okay, I have <laughs> I have all my staples like chicken, thighs, potatoes, broccoli, eggs. And then I just like put different like combinations of the thing, like all yeah. the things that I normally get. And like maybe sometimes I'll like spice it up with a new accessory, like pickled onions or like something new. But for the most part, it's like kind of the same stuff. Yeah. Damn. Time capsule fridge. You saw it (laughs) here first, folks. I love that comparison. That was great. Yeah. I think also um, what people tend to do a lot is they, especially around like wanting to eat, like I'm using quotes healthy or using quotes like to lose weight I think there's like this focus on like eating less and just like eating smaller portions or eating like salads that literally have like no substance in them and I think all this really does is make you hungrier a lot of the time or make you more like obsessive over food Um, so I think if you focus less on eating less and focus more on eating more like nutrient dense foods and like what you can add to your meal, like whether it be like vegetables or like fruit or high quality protein. Like I think that's usually a healthier way of, of looking at it, like looking for what you can add versus what you can remove. If you are doing like the smaller meals yeah you might see some differences in your weight but long term you're just fucking with your body like restricting it and whether you have like a pattern um or in the long term like it's just no bueno so please treat your body kindly 
Yeah, it messes with your hormones. It messes with your mental health, your brain health. Like it messes with so much if you're like starving yourself. And at the end of the day, like when you do start eating again or like eating normally again, sometimes you get into like binge patterns and some like you just gain the weight back because if you don't eat and like you're losing all this like water weight or like quick like fat, like once you start eating again, you're just going to like get all of that weight back. So I don't think it's like the best strategy. I don't think anyone even thinks it's the best strategy. But related, I think prioritizing protein is super important. So protein increases like <laughs> I never know how to say this word. Satiety, satiety. I do not know. S a t e i t y. I should know how to pronounce this word. Let's go to Google. Satiety. Satiety. Okay. But, but then if it's a verb, you say satiated. I do not know, That's girl. really confusing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, satiety. So protein helps you feel more full because it takes so much to digest and because it's just like so good for you. So easy ways to get more protein in your meals are to include a protein source in most of your meals and snacks. There's so many high protein like options out there now, even in like processed foods where like they're making like chickpea pasta and like all these like protein bars. Like there's there I feel like they're adding protein to everything now. It's like such like a like a diet fad. Um, but really it is important for you. Not all protein is like created equal. So I think like be conscious of like the protein that you're eating. Yeah, I think it's easier now to get it in most of your foods than it was previously. But by increasing the volume of protein you eat in a meal, you can increase your protein. I feel like this sounds obvious, um, but I remember like hearing it and I was like, oh, like that makes so much like, <laughs> yeah, that makes so much sense. But so if you're used to eating like three ounces of like chicken in a meal, like bumping that up to like six ounces of chicken in the meal and like keeping everything else like the same. So even in like if you're having like pasta, adding more like ground beef or whatever to your sauce versus like having like your your previous ratios or like having a smaller meal size and less protein because of it. I also like I add extra egg whites to my eggs. So I'll usually do like an egg in the morning and add like three quarter cups of egg whites to add more protein into my breakfasts. So that usually helps me a lot. I also like going back to that, um, including protein in most of your snacks. I love Vans waffles, the, the Vans protein waffles. They're frozen. They're so easy to make and they're a good like dessert that I like most nights. Um, and they do have like at least like some protein in them. So they're like fun and also have <laughs> protein. I think also picking carb sources, especially for people who are like vegetarian or vegan, picking carb sources that also have protein is a good way of getting more carbs into your meals, whether it's like beans or legumes or quinoa or again, as we were talking before about like the chickpea pasta. There's also a lot of like pastas and like wraps now that are just or tortillas 
that are like protein powered. I don't know like what exactly the companies like add to their to these um, foods to make them have more protein. I think sometimes it's like a pea isolate or a pea protein or a hemp protein, but I love that they're doing it. Yeah. There was one that we used for making pizza. It was like the bread had, it was low calorie. The bread had so much protein. It was so high in protein. Oh my God. And we just like, it was like a, we used it as like a flatbread. So just like put some olive oil on it, put some like tomato sauce, like cheese. And it was like so delicious. Yeah. Cheese can also be a good, pretty good source of protein depending on like the kind, but also like supplementing with a good protein powder, good quality protein powder if you can't get enough protein in. Also, if you can't like get enough like food in during the day, protein powders or like shakes are like an easy way to get food in without really like having to think about it. I know there are people, especially if you're bulking like me, where it's almost like harder to eat enough both protein and just like calories during the day. So protein shakes are usually like a pretty good option for people who have less time. My favorite topic. Sleep. Yeah. Sleeping. <laughs> so what are ways that you ensure that you get a good night's, night of sleep? Well, one I upgraded from Amazon to Casper. I know. <laughs> True. Such a huge improvement. <laughs> Damn, we should be sponsored by Casper. <laughs> I just like invested in stuff to have like better sleep. Cause like this is gonna sound like such a bad like complaint, but it's like I have so much like natural light that comes into the apartment. Mm-hmm. So I got these like uh, blackout curtains to go mm-hmm. in the bedroom so I could sleep through if I needed to. I have a air purifier. Mm-hmm. I'll use whichever clip it. But essentially, it's like cleaning. It's like making it so I don't wake up with like so, especially with like allergies with that. But more importantly, it's like getting myself into the proper state. So making sure that like I feel comfortable in my sleep. Like I have like uh, silk pillowcases so that my hair feels good, like my face feels like good. If I have like a nice environment, it allows me to like go to sleep better and more comfortable and have like a full rest. Yeah. I love all of those tips. I think definitely getting a good mattress and having a good like bed (laughs) setup is important. Recently, something we started doing is leaving the dogs out of the room, which is like kind of sad, but I've been getting such better sleep because of it. Um, I think also just like establishing pretty like normal bedtime and like morning routines. So having those like rituals around like going to bed, whether it be like reading in bed or like taking a bath or shower before bed. I think having some kind of like routine usually help go to sleep easier. I think also like magnesium and zinc I take before bed. I don't necessarily know if they help with sleep, but they're just like part of my like routine around sleep. So it puts me Mm -hmm. in that like headspace. I feel like something that I've been doing that I didn't even realize was like a routine is that I have alarm clocks set on my phone with Apple, but it's not just, it's like using their like sleep mode. Yes. I just learned about this yesterday. I've been doing this for like years and I just like didn't really realize that I was doing it, but it gives you like, I go like eight hours and then your phone, like once it hits like 
uh, it's like maybe like 30 minutes before something it's like okay like wind, wind down, down now like <laughs> yeah and it puts your like you can put it on do not disturb mode so it's like less effort and all I have to do is like put my phone down and then I just like lay there and I like close my eyes and I go to sleep and it's just been so nice <laughs> yeah so before I had like my do not disturb set on like certain times so I think it's like 10 to 7 or something and it would just like make all my apps like turn off but putting that sleep mode on, it like literally doesn't let you use your phone unless you like turn it off or like unless you like go past all the screens, which like you're less likely to do if it's if it's uh, like on your screen. So I think that's yeah, that's definitely like a great tool. I think also like on that topic, like putting your phone away or like reducing screen time late at night because the blue light can make you feel more awake. Um, and also just like Instagram sometimes can just feel like distracting and like your mind's still like working pretty hard and like paying attention to all these things. So it's harder to wind down like on that topic using a, a device, whether it's like a whoop or an aura ring. I don't know if you can sleep with your, do you sleep with your Apple watch? I, so when I had it, um, I would have it charge at night. But I like, for example, my sister has it and she tracks like her heartbeat during her sleep. Yeah. Which I don't. Yeah, I don't track my heartbeat during my sleep. I don't I don't even like really wear any wearables now. But those or even like non-technical, like a sleep journal, it can help you understand like the factors that are influencing your sleep and recovery. So it's not like you have to wear any of these things forever, but like understanding the different like like metrics that help you get your best sleep, whether it's like keeping the dogs out of the room or going to sauna that day or like smoking weed. Like I think all of those like data metrics and them being able to like then analyze like or compare it with the amount of like and uh, the amount and quality of sleep that you get that night I think is very helpful for establishing those those uh those practices well this is a fun change of pace I feel like we haven't really talked about like wellness that much and I love talking about it clearly but yeah maybe we'll have more episodes on like similar topics please like ask us questions and give us topic ideas <laughs> of, like what you want to hear about uh so and we we definitely like want to like talk on things that you genuinely like give a shit about so yeah but i do enjoy the touching on this because i feel like just to go full circle like this touches like so many aspects of your life and like you as a person so it's great to like have these episodes where we can like further enrich in how to put your best best foot forward. Yeah. And I feel like when we're talking about things that like me and you are so passionate about, like it's always like a better conversation. <laughs> so you guys get to tell talking us about things one. you care about wild. <laughs> wild. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> We really enjoyed you listening. I had a good time. And in the meantime, <laughs> subscribe, rate our podcast on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us at Shy and Salty on Instagram and I think TikTok. Um, I don't know if we've used TikTok yet, but we will start eventually. <laughs> 
and engage with our content and reach out to us. Tell us what you learned from this. Tell us the ways that you're incorporating physical wellness into your life and would love to hear your feedback. And that's a wrap. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shy and Salty, where you can DM us with questions and stories slash topics that you would like us to cover for future episodes. Thanks again for listening to Shy and Salty. Take care of yourselves and see you next Tuesday.